All right, welcome back, everybody, to the slow pitch. And I see Lane on the other side there. Lane, how you doing? I'm doing great, Rob. How are you? I'm doing well, thank you. And so uh, I understand we have another uh, letter today that we're going to go through. We do, we do. Yeah, it's it's a little bit longer, so we're going to paraphrase a little bit, but we'll yeah, we'll definitely get through that. All right, cool. What do we got? So Jimmy wrote in with a, a question about a new client he's been working with and whether or not he should lie to his client. As a salesperson, lie? Yeah, to, to close the sale. Should oh, he lie? Oh boy. Okay, here we go. Let's go. You're listening to the Slow Pitch Podcast, a podcast about selling less and closing more. All right. So you said we have a, a letter or an email, I guess. I always call it a letter, but it's a, an email um, that came in. And Yeah, you're, you're old school like that. I know. <laughs> I know. Well, that's what I would do. I would write somebody, I'd find the address, get a little paper envelope and write it all out. No, okay. So the, you got an email that says something about lying. So tell me, what does it say? Yeah, so, so Jimmy wrote, so basically Jimmy's saying that he's a, uh, a sales rep uh, and he's, he's responsible for sourcing and closing new business in a, in a fairly niche sector. Um, and he's been working with a good sized client for a few months. And if this deal closes, it would be really good for him. Great news. Yeah. His sales manager has been, has been closely involved. Um, but he's the one, Jimmy's the one that's been doing all the, all, you know, really all the work and building the trust of the client. So they sent over a new contract and the prospect came back with, with a, a sticking point. There's a, a specific issue they have that they want an, an out for. And they're, they're asking if this particular issue happens, can I get out of this deal? So Jimmy goes back, does all his homework, checks with his sales manager and finds out legally, technically, no, the client is stuck. But the sales manager wants Jimmy to tell the client, yeah, absolutely. You'll be able to cancel the contract. No problem. Oh my goodness. His thinking being that it's very low risk, that virtually no chance of, of that particular scenario happening. So Jimmy's asking, you know, what do I do here? Do I tell the truth and risk getting my, getting on my sales, man, sales manager's bad side? Or do I uh, tell the prospect the truth? That is interesting. I can't imagine that ever happening out there in the real world. Do you? Oh, no, never. I've never <laughs> heard of such a scenario. No, I've never heard of a manager or anybody that sales in sales that's lied. I mean, first of all, does that ever happen? Anybody sales? Or not? No, no. I mean, what is your gut really? What is your gut telling you? You know, I, I can understand logically. I can understand where the sales manager is coming from, right? This is such a slim chance of this ever, of this ever happening. Just tell him, yeah, he's going to be able to get out of it. You know, we want the money. Yep. But at the same time, man, that that's a, that's a dangerous road to go down. I, yeah, I, I, I just can't imagine lying to, to any of my clients like that. Yeah. I mean, let me ask you this. If I was Jimmy, I have the choice of starting off a relationship, signed contract relationship, because that's what you're starting, right? Start yep. your relationship on a lie. How do you think that's going to go fast forward when something bad happens and they find out they can't get out of that? And I think we all know it inherently that if that goes sideways, and even though the risk is really low, what is that gonna what is that gonna look like? One thing, obviously, the who was the potential client now, but the client then will be really upset and yep. really frustrated, probably get legal involved and try to find a way a loophole anyway, right? They're gonna that's what they're yep. gonna do. Um, and then fast forward that same time frame on your side, you know how do you feel as a salesperson? Like, just imagine if you're in that position, fast forward, you've completely forgotten about it and you've now been re revisited and you find out, oh no, that just caught up with me. Yep. If you're the manager and you're being confronted by this client, what, what do you think the easiest out for the manager is? Oh, well, I, I told him to tell you, you, you couldn't get out of it. He lied to you. It's his and fault. And What's the next level of that on top of that? I don't know. What are you thinking? Well, what if, what if the manager was like, I am so, I am so frustrated by this. Jimmy can't work here anymore. He, yeah. We got to fire him. 
because he lied. And that's a serious lie. This is a lot of money. You guys paid us a lot of money. And uh, if I fired him, will that, will that make things right with you guys? Oh, well, the second it goes legal, Jim, Jimmy's fired anyways. So, it, well, sure. But, but it's really interesting. There's a lot of scenarios that could play out. And I think just the, how you would feel inside having done yep. that just, just the one time is bad enough. But if you've been told to do that and you've got other jobs that are potentially big ones, what's going to stop you then once you've done it once and you've not gotten into trouble, you've not gotten caught. So there could be several times where you've gotten into the situation and you just don't even know how many times you're going to get caught yet and when it's going to happen. That's the first feeling that I have is like, well, that's not good for anybody any way around. I think the real question comes out of this is when a potential buyer asks you a question like that, what is the what is the real question here? What's going on? Clearly, there's some risk that they can see in, in going down this road, and they want to make sure they can minimize that. Yeah, they're seeing something, and we don't know what it is yet, right? Yep. To me, I think if I was Jimmy, I, I would offer, oh, let me do some checking um, to find out, but I'm, I'm kind of curious. I mean, maybe we just quick role play it. Let's say I'm Jimmy and you're the client and you told me, you know, hey, I want to get out of this, out of the screaming if I need to, if I, the situation comes up, maybe I just ask the question back. That's a very interesting question. I, I can do some research on, I'm just kind of curious. Why did you ask about that? I'm, what, what happened and what do you have to do? Mm, yeah, that that's. That's interesting. Not knowing the exactly what yeah. what they're they're worried about, it makes it a little more difficult. But you know, you can dream up all sorts of scenarios where you know you got to sit sit back and really think about that. Okay, well, what is my risk? Why am I asking about this? You know, what, what's my exposure? So yeah, and I think to me, anytime that I've had a situation like this come up before, and I'm not saying. I don't get people asking me this type of question very often, but if there's something similar like that, where it's kind of like a, boy, this could go either. I don't even know what they're asking me here because this is a really weird question, but it's also got a lot of weight to it. I, if I ask that question back, that's an interesting question. What, you know, what's, what's making you ask that right now? I know we're to that point where you have to sign it, but what would be the reason what happened? Like you must have something, must be a reason you're asking me that. And every time they'll say the last company that I worked with, and this is what happened and whatever that scenario is that Jimmy ran into, he's going to fight against that. It, whether you like yeah, it or not, yeah. he's up against yep. the battle with whatever happened with that last company. So what, what Jimmy needs to do is understand that it's not a whether or not they can get out. It's a trust thing on top of it. And I think Jimmy needs to understand, I need to figure out what is the real reason they're asking me that question. So if I ask the question, why did you ask me? And they come back with my previous company that I worked with, they, they did X, Y, and Z and they got in trouble and we needed to get out and blah, 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 whatever that reason was. Then yeah. a real quick and easy question back would be once they tell you that it's like, okay, what do you, what do you, do you, uh, how, how likely is that? Do you think to happen again? I mean, you know, the warning signs now you've seen, you've been through it. How, what, what do you, what, what makes you feel like that's something we're going to do? I mean, we've, we've run into this where other people have had this problem before. So I get it. I, yeah. I know where you're coming from. I, I've seen it. We've had to fix problems like this. So help me understand what, 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 why do you see this happening with us and make them explain it? And you know what happens then is they go, you know, I don't, I don't see it. I just ask it. I'm just curious. Yeah. And I guess ultimately if it's, if it's that big of, a, of an issue for them, maybe that gives you an opportunity to say, okay, well, you know, assuming you haven't talked pricing too, in too much depth, you can say, okay, well, maybe if we had 3% margin, maybe that's enough risk for us to take to, uh, to give them the out in the contract. Yeah. Well, yeah, we, you have that option obviously as well. But I think what happens, it's also kind of interesting is, is that when they get to that point of, I was just asking, I'm just curious, it's done. Cause then you can just go, oh, okay. And, and, and what other questions do you have? And they move on. 
but it seemed to be a sticking point and then it becomes not a sticking point because when you ask a few more questions like what made you think this or what made you see this or what do you why do you see this coming you have you had this happen before tell me about it what happened that kind of thing once they know that you've heard them and you've listened to what their problem was and if you can respond with such a way that says you know I get it I understand the other last option you can always use is all right let's let's just pretend i can't i can't do anything about it there's no way of getting out of that that's the way it is what happens now yeah and then their option is to say well then we're not doing business but if they've gone through all the time and effort to get to this point they're likely not going to say that they may just go you know it's probably fine we'll be fine we'll deal with it then that's usually what ends up happening it's really weird i don't know why but but just by asking the question and then answering and listening to making sure you understand what they're saying. And if I was Jimmy, I would be writing that in a note in their in their folder file, whatever you want to call it, in the system right. that you have so that everybody understands. These people have been burned. They're going to be very critical up front. So we're going to need to handhold. We're going to need to make sure they're ready. They're going to need to make sure they're understanding of what's going on. And they're, they're comfortable moving to the next step, every step of the way in the very beginning. Once they get past that, they're going to go, you guys are fantastic, way better than we've ever had to deal with before. And that that starts to relieve that feeling of discomfort that they may have in the very beginning of your process. So what, especially once they sign the contract. So just understand that, you know, asking a couple of critical questions at that moment, you have to be ready for that question to come up at any time, because if you're not prepared, it'll surprise you and you're not sure what to say. But weird questions come up so often that my time buyer, I buy time by asking the question, well, that's interesting. I've never had anybody ask me that question. Tell, tell me why, what's going on with that. And it just buys me time because I'm like, what the heck? Where did this come from? And now I've got time to think a little bit, but they're explaining themselves even more because I thought I needed to answer question A, but it was actually question C that I had no idea what they were asking. So those right. questions back make a huge difference. And what was the other thing that you think that Lane, that he did wrong right in the middle of that whole paragraph that, I, that you read there? Is there anything that you saw that was glaring to you? He went back to a sales manager. Well, <laughs> the sales manager you know, is obviously ne never helpful, right? But 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 if you're a salesperson, you have a sales manager. You know, most times they don't look at it that way. Is, is that they're very helpful? But the, the other question you could ask, and I don't find this to be quite as effective. But you know, hey, I, I went back, did the research, I asked the sales manager, what, yeah. do you, what do you think my what do you think my boss said when when they got that question, and what do you think their response would have been? Yeah, that that's interesting. They throw throw it back at the client. Yeah, because I mean, what if the what if the client goes, well, they're probably not very happy. You know, why do you why do you think they weren't very happy? Well, I mean, here you got somebody that's getting ready to sign, and all of a sudden they want a way out. Yeah, I, I mean, yeah, are we are we actually close or not? Yeah, yeah, and I think the other thing is you follow that up with, listen, it's not, it's nothing major, nothing bad. Here's the thing, though, we have to decide whether or not we want to work with clients. That it's a trust thing. We it's a trust on both sides. And so I get where you're coming from and I, we're, we're going to work really hard to make sure we don't lose that trust from you. That's what we do, but we also have it to have the other way. And so if you're not, you're not comfortable, I don't want to push. I do not want to push you into this. This is your decision hundred percent. And by doing that, <laughs> you're forcing them to make the decision. And if you're out yep, of their way, yep. which is what you're doing, you're getting out of their way for making that decision. Their logical or their, their fastest answer is usually going to be, that's ah, fine. We're, we'll find it. Let's just go forward. And then at that point you should be asking, are you sure? Because I don't, I'm serious. I don't want to, because you want to make sure that they're very solid. They're not just saying it just to get you off their back, off their back. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's really about getting out of their way from making the decision and, and giving them the out anybody out there. I mean, you have a cat lane, right? You have a cat. Yep. And, and what happens if you try to go after the cat to get it 
give it its medicine or give it some, you know, here, go grab the cat, you put it in the cage, you bring it to the vet. Oh yeah. Yeah. That, they that, run away. That didn't happen. Yep. Yeah. They just like, no, I don't want to, I don't want to do that. But if you sit down, guess who comes to you? The, yep. the cat. It's, it's, that's what the clients are like, or potential clients are like. You have to think of it as they have to come to you, let them work through their process, asking the questions, work them through it, let them make their decision because you're not going to force the decision. Anytime you think you're going to force their decision, you lost it. That's the simplest way I can put it. That's how I look at it. But also in the middle of that whole conversation, I think that they wrote out, um, they sent them the email with a contract and that should have been a conversation that they had in yeah. person, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. So I, I kind of thought that's where you were going to go when you asked me what they did wrong. Oh, well, they sent up, they sent over a contract. Yeah, yeah, that's where you can work out some of those questions because they'll they'll ask those questions then. Versus now they've read the contract and now you're like caught off guard and you're not quite ready to answer that question. But if you walked in with that document, the likelihood of that asking coming up during that presentation, if you will, while you're talking together, particularly when you walk in with the attitude of, all right, when we get through this presentation or this information, we're looking to try to make some decision one way or the other. Either you're going to tell me, hey, this is not a deal and that's okay. Or you're going to tell me this is going to be a deal and here's what we're doing next. Uh, whether it's a, we need to process it through this, we need to get you your insurance set up, whatever that might be. Um, yeah. all those things have to happen first. Fine. We all know our next steps, but without that, that wouldn't happen if you're just emailing it in and that shouldn't do, that should never happen. But we've talked about that, but not everybody seems to know that. I, I wish we had more people that would catch on to that. It just <laughs> doesn't seem to catch on. I don't know why. <laughs> I think that was pretty straightforward. And I think that was one of those questions that got a lot of complicated answers, a lot of moving parts to it and things that could you could do a whole bunch of different things with, but I think the simplest one is to keep that in the client's hands. That's their problem, not yours. And don't right. take on somebody else's problem, right? And and if you can do that and let them work through it, you have to think of yourself as kind of like, you know, if you ever go to a psychologist or a therapist, you have a problem and you start asking them what to do. What do they ask you back? Yeah, they just ask you questions. Yep. Yeah. And it's like, okay, well, you're not you're not helping me here. No, they are. They're helping you work through your own issue, right? Yep. It's the yep. same thing with sales and it's the same way all the way through. So hopefully that helps everybody and uh, we'll see everybody next time. And until then, slow down and close more. Thank you for listening to The Slow Pitch. Do you have a question about sales? Call or text your question at 608-708-SLOW. That's 608-708-7569. Or you can email them to questions at theslowpitch.com. Slow down and close more. So hopefully that helps everybody. And uh, next time, uh, and just arm wrestle them until you get the deal closed. <laughs> next time when they ask you that question, just tell them they're stupid. I don't know. What, exactly. Yeah. What are they thinking? What well, are you, stupid? What am I, a lawyer? <laughs> <laughs> I only play one on TV. That's right. That's right. Thanks as always for listening today. If you like this podcast, please subscribe and leave us a review. We really appreciate it. Follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at The Slow Pitch. We were mixed today as always by Johnny Polakis and we were produced by High Gravity Studios. 
Music credits and other notes are in the show notes section on theslowpitch.com. And we'll be back with another episode soon.